Hey there, it's Jake. Before we jump in, I wanted to let you know that this episode of The Online Hustle is a bit of a time capsule. It's from a podcast I used to run between 2012 and 2016. You're going to hear some references to that show, uh, to businesses and content that may have changed or may not even exist anymore. Hello, podcast listener. Welcome to episode number two. I'm Jake Cower, and you're listening to The Multimedia Marketing Show. I'm glad to be back. I'm really excited with our guest today. I'll get to that in just a second. But first, I want to just touch on a couple of things. Number one is I'd love you to head across to the iTunes store. If you're listening to this on your iPhone, you'll be very interested in the interview guest today. But yeah, head across to the store quickly. Leave some comments. I'd love to hear your feedback. And I will be reading out some of the feedback in future episodes. Okay, let's get straight into this week's interview. My guest today is Jules Watkins, who is the creator of iPhone Video Hero, which is an online video course. It's, in my opinion, the best video course of 2012. He's doing some amazing things, shooting some incredibly high, high quality videos with just the iPhone. So forget about DSLRs, forget about uh, the high tech gear and the high price gear. If you've got an iPhone, you can produce awesome quality videos. And today we're going to uh, go into how you can do that with Jules. Without further ado, let's get stuck in. Welcome, Jules. Yeah. Hi, Jake. How's it going in Australia today? Really good. Thank you. It's uh, 9 p.m. and I'm sitting in the closet recording this with you. <laughs> Whatever takes you fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 10 p.m. here in London. So yeah, great to connect with you anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you coming on the call today. Okay, today I'd like to discuss a few things with you, Jules. First, I think it'd be worthwhile for you to just touch on your background, explain a little bit to the listeners how you got to where you are now, and then introduce this particular product, iPhone Video Hero. And then we might go through a few of the steps and techniques our, our listeners can implement themselves to improve their own web video. Yeah, sure. I'll give you the the short story, really, was that about years ago, I got a, a break into working in television. I was previous to that. I was a photographer. I was also um, a journalist as well. But I managed to get this break into TV, which was fantastic for me. And I managed to work my way up working in television for big channels here in the UK, like for BBC, Channel 4, for MTV. And I worked my way up to become a producer director who also was a shooter. That means that I had to be very multi-skilled, produce shows, deal with all the talent, the experts, the contestants, script writing, directing, camera crews, and and often self-shooting TV shows myself. And then I would sit in an edit suite with an editor for six, seven weeks editing these shows. So I worked my way up in TV and it was all fantastic amazing experience but I started about two years ago starting to take a big interest and in looking at online and seeing people who were starting to create their own content and actually owning it one thing I never did in TV was own any of the shows that I created so in, in essence I was creating wealth for other people but I started noticing people with their own um, video shows creating video episodes or whatever kind of video it might be and thinking well, that's really interesting to actually have ownership and to be able to do what you want to do without having about five executive producers breathing down your neck telling you what to do so I got interested in that and started experimenting with online video and 
it found it really fascinating. And I was looking for a way really to transfer my skills into the online world. And it was a really natural fit that I discovered that there was a lot of people out there in business, entrepreneurs, small business owners, bloggers who wanted to really learn video skills that I had built up over a lot of years. So I decided to actually start teaching my video skills to other people. And cut a long story short, I'm a big passionate eye junkie. I love my iPhone. And it just seemed that was the one camera that everybody seemed to own, almost everybody. I think they've sold around about 250 million iPhones, something like that. And it was the one camera that was an amazing tool that a lot of entrepreneurs owned. So I thought, what better than actually teach people to use um, the camera that you already own? And that's how I gave birth to my um, program, which is called, as you mentioned, iPhone Video Hero. That's fantastic. Uh, I know um, it's certainly a very interesting niche to get into, and particularly given that I guess one of the biggest barriers to entry for many people is technology. And so not having to go out and invest in a whole heap of expensive video equipment removes one of those barriers for people. So I, I, yeah, from my perspective, learning to shoot with something like your camera is a fantastic concept. And I guess the iPhone is probably the first camera or the first phone that we've seen, which is a, uh, produced a quality, which has allowed us to actually do this. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I would say is that when you're buying camera equipment and budgeting, you've got to think about the entire kit. It's not just about the camera. Some people will put all their money into a sort of $500, $600 camcorder and have none left or not invest any more in any of the other um, accessories and other kind of things that you need to do to make, need to own to make good videos. Because video is not just about the camera, it's about audio and lighting and as well as sort of knowledge about how to create videos. So in a way, the fact that people already own this device means that they can then, if they're going to invest a bit more, can maybe pick up a microphone or some lights and create a really low cost overall total kit that means that you can really up the quality of your videos. And at the end of the day, the iPhone is a high definition camera. And as long as you use it within its limitations, you can create videos on a par with some of these sort of a 900 to one and a half $1,000 DSLR cameras, for example. Sure, no problems. That's fantastic. Let's let's move into the product a little bit. And I'd, I'd love for you to give us a little bit of an overview, A, of, of what actually led the end of the day to you creating this product, and, and B, maybe a little bit um, about what you've put into it as well. Yeah, sure. For me, it's just all about leveraging my time, which again, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're interested in using video to answer people's questions that you keep on being asked all the time. So video is great. I describe it as your virtual workforce. You're like sending out your little workers out onto the internet and it's working for you, talking about your products, your services, bringing people back to your website. I wanted to leverage my time. I didn't want to just go from working crazy hours on in TV to working crazy hours pr producing videos for other people because that would be pretty much similar to how I was before. So what I wanted to do is leverage my time, create a training product that people go into wherever they are in the world. And I've got people from Australia, New Zealand, Japan, all the way through to Los Angeles going into my product every day and learning. So I could basically leverage my time better. The reason I chose the iPhone, again, if you're creating any kind of product or service, you just got to really go and find your audience, find out where they are and see what they're talking about. And I spent quite a bit of time going into forums, 
and groups and really getting into that community and in, in my particular niche which is business owners and entrepreneurs and seeing what were they talking about when it came to creating videos and I would go in and be very helpful as well and learn from them and that just helped me formulate you know my my niche and made me realize that people were discussing about their iPhones and their iPads in, in the context of making videos so that gave me the clues and I had to go and create the product and I wanted to make it really good and again when you're creating a video product I, I treated it like a TV show really when I made TV shows I would have tight deadlines and with TV if you miss a deadline then you end up with a, a, a black screen <laughs> no TV show and that's obviously not acceptable so I'm quite good at working to deadlines so I set a deadline I figured what would help people get from a to B and how could I make it engaging and not just lazy there's quite a lot of lazy products which are just all screen capture or all about the owner of the product sitting in, at their desk talking to you whereas I wanted to get out and about film real situations meet entrepreneurs and show them how to use their iPhone so I made it quite engaging and I wanted to cover to just the, the second part of your question there really is to cover the main aspects for example the basic how to really control your phone. Now you might think it's so simple, you open up the app and you hit a button, but in fact, there's a lot more controls that you can actually use, particularly if you add in apps and things. So controls, I wanted to go deep into all the various cool apps that you can get for the iPhone. And that's what distinguishes it from so many other cameras, like your regular camcorder, is that you've got all these developers making really cool apps that will help you make more professional videos. So I go into that in great detail, audio solutions, lighting solutions, some strategy, some training about how to be better on camera. A lot of people are frightened of getting on camera. Also how to basically infuse your videos with a bit more energy, a bit more entertainment value, because I think that video isn't that new anymore. People are making videos, but it's really now about making better videos and making your videos much more engaging compared to what your competitors might be doing. That's, that's a fantastic overview and it gives a, a good indication of what's in the product. I've had, a, I've had a look through it myself. I must confess I'm not an iPhone owner. I'm, a, I'm an Android devotee, but I picked it up a lot, particularly around some of the, the composition information and just the basic setup of how you're framing shots and with your lighting and stuff. So I, there's a lot you'll get out of the actual product itself. Oh, yes. Basically, I think that getting these core video skills is just becoming a key part of doing online business. In the past, you think about word processing and maybe more recently how to set up a, a WordPress blog and basically create pages and content. But now I think video skills is becoming part and parcel of being online. I'm basically taking you through inside this training program some basic video skills and some more intermediate skills as well and just really getting you in a, a new mindset because I've spent a lot of time getting my head around how to make content quickly and make it engaging. In TV there's no room for bad content or for dull content. Anything that is made that doesn't work gets immediately axed. <laughs> so my, my idea was trying to get people thinking a little bit differently about the way they make videos and also doing videos with their iPhone that when you show them to somebody online they're going to say wow who did you pay to make that how much did you spend on that video videos that people can't actually believe that they were they can't believe that they were actually shot on an iPhone yeah that's exactly right now that's a fantastic segue for, for my next question which is around I guess what best types of videos can you shoot with the iPhone 
Yes, definitely a good point, because I don't think, as I mentioned right at the top, the iPhone is, is great. You need to understand its limitations as well. So uh, what I don't recommend, for example, is trying to shoot like a, a football match. So, say, let's imagine that your company has a football team, right? Don't try and shoot an amazing football video um, standing on the touchline with, with your iPhone. For that kind of video, you need a, a long zoom lens. The same if you're doing a conference and you want to shoot the speaker up on stage and you want to get nice close-up shots of the audience. Those are not ideal, but the, the way you need to use your iPhone is, is in these ways. Firstly, it's great for your kind of home studio type video where you're in a very controlled environment where you can um, get a tripod mount and put it on a tripod, basic lighting. And because, as I mentioned, the quality is excellent if you use your phone, you can create some really high quality looking um, small studio type video. So that will be one type. The other type would be social videos that don't have to be particularly amazing they have to be good content but they're videos where you happen to for example stumble upon things so say you're going to a lot of meetups for example or conferences and you meet people who are in your peer group people that you look up to or even clients where you can do these really nice interviews quick interviews with them you can basically pull them aside and say is it okay if we do a five minute interview go find a quiet spot and shoot an interview. It could be a content interview, or it could be a testimonial. Those kind of videos, particularly the the um the, in, the content interviews, work great on social media, on Facebook, and things like that. People will stop and watch a video on Facebook way beyond just seeing a still image. They'll actually be a lot more engaged with the video. So those social videos. Also, the other one I quite like is what I call slice of life videos. That means open up the curtains a bit of your own life and what are you about so what do you stand for and what does your business stand for and that maybe you've got a, a hobby a very visual hobby your business you might think is not very visual not easy to cover on video but if you've got a hobby for example i know people that do one business owner does a lot of bungee jumping that's his hobby or another one does a lot of sailing well try and bring that into your business message and show what kind of person you are how um, adventurous you are and you can talk about your business in, in different locations, not just in your office. So you can get out on location and, and use that message, use the metaphor of the sailing or the bungee jumping and apply that to something you want to talk about related to your business. And the fact that your iPhone is portable, it's the camera that you always have with you, that means you can leverage that at any time to create these really much more personal, engaging videos. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that's absolutely spot on. I know from the limited amount of video stuff that we've done since initiating our video news updates with our audience, uh, we found that the engagement with us has increased tenfold and people don't expect 100% polish. What they're looking for is a human connection. And that's the beauty of video. It's the closest thing to having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody. Absolutely. And I've got a um, direct example of this. Only recently, I was trying to contact the CEO of a big American company. I won't name names right here, but I basically was trying to figure out how could I contact them. And I went through the usual channel, which is the contact us link on the website, went through there, it took me ages to get any kind of reply back. When I did, I got into an email conversation with somebody working there and it just wasn't going the way I wanted to. And I just thought I was basically hit a brick wall. So what I did was I thought I'm going to go direct. So I recorded a video. I got on camera. I recorded a video for the CEO explaining who I was, what I've got to offer, why I think I would be good for them. They would be good for me. And got on video. I put it on YouTube and set it to unlisted, meaning that nobody else could find it in search. And I sent the CEO an email and, and the 
very important to put a good subject line in your email. And I put simply from a fan in the UK. So it wasn't a kind of pitching email. It was just from a fan in the UK, which I thought would be quite in, intriguing. A little email in there saying, I've made a video for you. It's unlisted, so it's only for you. Please check out my video. And about a day later, I got an email directly back from the CEO saying, love your video. Thanks for taking a fresh approach. I never see this kind of thing. Let's talk. And that basically started a direct email correspondence with the CEO. So that's one example of what you're talking about there. That's fantastic. It wasn't it wasn't Tim Cook at Apple, was it? You're trying to get the inside word on the next iPhone release. That would be a great idea. No, it wasn't Tim Cook. Or it wasn't the it wasn't Mark Zuckerberg like that. But <laughs> it was so somebody pretty big. So yeah, no, that that's just one example of what you're talking about there. Yeah, it's great. It's it's it just opens up the I guess the line of communication to people, and it just. It really, I guess it gets people's guard down because they just know who you are or they can connect with you at a deeper level. Yeah, they can just see, they can just look, they can just see how you're coming over, how passionate you are. Because in an email, it just, everything looks the same really. But when they people see you and they see a little bit of your background, where you happen to be and just everything about it makes you feel like you're talking to people. And I, I've had the same when I've, as my products have become quite famous, I've, not myself personally, but my product, People tend to notice it and they stay watch your video and things. And I've been to meetups here in London where people have come over to me and said, I know you from somewhere, don't I? Or they spot you and they'll come up and say, I've seen you on video, let's talk. And it opens up this immediate dialogue. Whereas if you go unknown into a meetup, it's quite daunting. You don't, nobody knows, you don't know who to talk to first. But sometimes if you're regular with your videos, people will start to recognize you in your niche. And that just opens up these conversations in, in real world uh, meetings as well. Yeah, absolutely. Who needs broadcast TV these days? All right. I'd like to pull it back a little bit. We got a little bit off topic there, but let's go back. So we've just touched on some of the best uses of video. Uh, what are some, some of the uses which aren't really suitable for the iPhone? Apart from the one I mentioned, which was shooting football trying to shoot zoom zoom shots of football matches close up and that kind of stuff that would be the one thing. i think well, there's not too many i think of really i think it's if you're doing real kind of documentary style filming it's a bit of a challenge you can do it though. there are actually in fact journalists who are using iphones for big american news organizations they're using them to actually capture news that actually gets broadcast on tv but i think if you're trying to shoot more of a documentary style which you might want to do for business as well it's quite hard sometimes just to be able to vary the shots by zooming a lot and if i was shooting a documentary i'd be constantly shifting the zoom on, on a bigger camera to get like a face shot and then a wide shot and then a mid shot so i think that can be challenging but on the other hand i think if you move what i say as my tip is uh, zoom with your body zoom with your feet zoom with your feet that means move in and out and move around the action getting close don't hang back try and move in so it can be done it's just a little bit more a bit more challenging other than that though i think it's much better to shoot regular videos on your iphone than only sh shoot one video on your proper camera or some people i know that i deal with they i say to them you know you're going to get a video and they'll say yeah we're planning our video for next march that's going to be our video and it's going to cost us about 10 grand and I'm saying, that's great. That's not till next March. What are you going to do about video now? <laughs> because this is a revolution going on right now and you're going to get left behind and you're better off making little shorter, easy to make videos now than just waiting and waiting to, to get your one 
big, huge video. And I'm not saying that having a great professional shot video is bad. Sometimes that can be ideal for a homepage or whatever, and that can work really well for you. But also have a another approach as well to, to create more regular content. Okay, absolutely. All right, I think we've convinced the listener that they need to go out and shoot some video. So we've got we've already got the iPhone. What other tools do we need to allow us to shoot good quality video? Getting your brain in gear. <laughs> that your the way the how you plan your shoot and what you how you visualize what you shoot. That's the first thing that comes before anything. So developing some of those skills very useful for whatever videos you're making. Secondly, in terms of hardware and things like that, keeping the camera stable. So one mistake I see people make is they film things that don't need to be handheld, but they tend to hand hand hold it. For example, I've seen a fitness coach, one example, they're doing some kind of exercise. They're not moving around that much. They're, they're in a frame. They're not moving out of frame, but they just hand their phone to somebody like their, 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 their boyfriend or whatever, <laughs> their child, I don't know, to hold it. And it's just wobbling around so much. It just makes you absolutely seasick when you watch it. And there's no reason why that phone shouldn't be on a tripod. So there's a whole range of different cases you can get. I go into more about that in the training, but one example would be the Glyph, G-L-I-F, which you can look up on, on Google or in Amazon. And it's a low cost little case that the um, iPhone slides into, and that gives you a standard tripod thread. That means you can use it on pretty much any standard tripod. So that would be like a key bit of um, equipment. Then you're gonna start thinking about microphones, and adapters, you can get an adapter that will enable you to plug in a lot of different microphones into your iPhone. That's again, a big advantage over some of the, the older pocket cameras that had no microphone input socket. So then you've got to decide which microphone. I won't go into that in too much detail, but you've got to think what kind of videos you're going to make. Are you making static videos? Are you going to be moving around in your videos? What kind of conditions are they going to be outside when you shoot videos? Is it going to be windy conditions, that kind of stuff? So getting um, a microphone and you can start off low cost, $25 at one end for a microphone upwards. So that, that would be another handy accessory. Then as you get more into it, you're going to think about lighting. And what's amazing now for me is that the, the cost of lighting has tumbled. You know, when I was looking at lighting, say, five, six years ago, I would be looking at $2,000 at the lower end upwards to get two or three head lighting kit minimum. Now, on Amazon, some of Amazon, you can find these softbox lighting kits. They use these daylight fluorescent bulbs. You can pick up a, a three-headed kit, a kit with three lights in the region of $180, something like that, even a bit less sometimes. Three-headed kit, and a three-headed kit can give you a nice-looking studio type environment and also just using one light if you're doing if you're speaking to camera and you're sitting at your desk just using one light can be very effective or doing an interview so those would be the the key bits of kit really well that's great it, it sounds like you don't need a lot at all to actually get out there and actually start shooting so certainly from my perspective I, I, there's nothing holding you back listen now go out there and shoot some video and improvise. I think getting small, I think that case is about $20. Getting that and a small little mini tripod, you can shoot with that. And the other thing is, if you don't yet want to get into the microphones, if you happen to be wanting to film yourself and you've got a laptop or a desktop and you, you already record audio for your training videos, you could actually use the microphone that you've already got. So you could basically record the audio using your desktop microphone, whatever you happen to be using, record the audio onto that onto your computer and shoot the video 
on your phone and then you can you can send those files off and get them matched up together that would be one way of doing it if you're if you want to start slowly yeah that's a great tip so obviously the the microphone the, the embedded microphone on the iphone is not that good a quality i've heard is that right it's actually quite good compared to the older pocket cameras it's actually better than a lot of them it's just that and it's actually fine if you get close to it and if you've got no other choice then having it close, make sure you choose a room that's not too echoey, where the acoustics are quite good. And I advise people to, to dampen down their room. So which a, a TV trick would be, you know, using a blanket on the desk or in the window, something to basically dampen down the echo. That will help your videos. But it's, and it's also not bad if you're shooting kind of reality style where you're shooting things in action and you haven't got a microphone, you're going to get pretty good results. But there's nothing to be having a microphone up on your lapel co collecting that audio because we just talked about this kind of one-to-one -one personal contact. If your audio sounds rich, if it sounds good, that really creates that connection because you really feel like that person is talking to you in the kind of way that your ear is used to hearing them as opposed to them sounding really distant or echoey. So the answer is you can shoot without it, but I, I advise um, using a microphone uh, wherever possible. Yeah, absolutely. One tip I've got for that, if you're looking at uh, getting something which is going to have multiple uses, I've got something called the, the Zoom H1, which is a, a little personal recorder. And generally what I'll do with my video is I'll actually record directly into this audio device and hold it just under the frame, hold it like a, in my hand and hold it just under the frame. And, and it produces a really good quality sound. In fact, this uh, podcast is, is using the H1 right now. The other good thing is that it has so many other uses. So it's very portable and light. You can travel with it no problems at all. You can use it as a USB microphone on your computer. And you can also mount it atop of a, a tripod or a camera as well. So you can use it almost like a shotgun mic. Yeah, that's a great tip. And another one is if you're you're really stuck and you don't have a mic and you want to just try something else, you could, if you happen to have a second iDevice, so maybe you've got another iPhone in the house or you've got an iPod or an iPad, you could actually capture the audio to that. So you could say you're trying to interview somebody and you, you could actually, and you've got a friend with you who's doing the filming, you could hold your iPod and use that as the microphone. That's a really great tip and everybody has more than one iDevice. Yeah, normally they do. So yeah, it's all about... Exactly right. This is all about using this equipment that you've got around you and coming up with some great results. Oh, that's great. Well, Jules, I think I, th I think that's probably we're going on just about thirty minutes now. So I, I, I appreciate uh, that you've got some more appointments today. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, let, let's wrap it up now. So, in summary, do you have anything to add to what we've discussed? I would say just to go back to what I was saying before, the, the opportunity is really now because a lot of people are using video they're basically carving up the land really and creating videos in their niche and using keywording and keywording to keyword their videos so the opportunity is now to really carve a bit of territory out there for your particular business online and that requires regular video content and coming up with a, a plan to create video and set, setting yourself a deadline like i mentioned before that i used to have to do in tv work and the idea being you're going to say let me see if i can make example one video a week for the next sort of six weeks and 
write that down and try and figure out your content, what you're going to do and make your life easy as well. If you can record a batch of videos together, then do that. In, in TV, we'd never record, particularly with studio shows, we'd never record one show unless it happened to be a live kind of show we'd never record one every week we'd normally record a few in a day and the same goes with your videos come up with a plan and something that's going to work for you and then literally try and record a bunch of videos together and that makes it a lot easier for you and then use things like outsourcing to carry the, the burden of the editing side of things and you create the video you shoot the video and you can always let somebody else like your good self take care of that the other end yeah, that's exactly right. One of the biggest the barriers that that I find many small businesses have is the 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 technology and the fact that it takes so long and it's such a learning curve to actually learn to edit and then syndicate your content. And that's where we've introduced VideoEdits.com, which will take your unedited footage and do the rest for you. So you just give us the file, we'll brand up your video, we'll edit out any bits you don't want, add a, a, an intro and an outro get it up to your site and then syndicate it across to all the different platforms that you need. So uh, we, we essentially make it easy for you to just get out there and shoot video. That's excellent. That's why learning the shooting skills is, is so useful because that's the one bit that, bit that the business owner needs to do because they're in their location, they can shoot it, they know their business very well. That's the one skill to develop. And then absolutely, if, if time's limited, which it normally is, then definitely uh, outsourcing the, that, that side of it is a great idea. Excellent. Thanks, Jules. Okay, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed the interview so far. I've got a special offer to make for iPhone Video Hero. If you go ahead and purchase iPhone Video Hero through uh, our website, so that's multimediamarketingshow.com forward slash iPhone. So that'll take you through to the show notes. You'll be able to then click through the links to the iPhone Video Hero course. If you make a purchase, what we will do is get you to send an email to support at multimediamarketingshow.com. And just with your receipt details, we will then provide you with a 20% discount on any package that you order through videoedits.com, which is our done-for-you video editing service. So that essentially will mean that you're going to be receiving iPhone Video Hero for free. I hope you take advantage of that offer. I can tell you now that I can guarantee you're going to get a return on your investment in iPhone Video Hero. It's such a sensational product on its own. But when you combine that with a 20% discount with any of our packages over at Video Edits, you're on to a sure winner. Okay, Jules, where can people uh, go to to find out a little bit more about you? Do you have uh, any product that people might be able to find a little bit more about what you do? I've got a blog. It's fairly new, actually. I'm, I did things in backwards, really. A lot of people say, create a fantastic blog and then create products. I did it the other way around. So I did the product first, but I do have a blog at videohero.com so simply videohero.com and I'm planning to do a lot more blogging and giving a few more techniques and strategies about video marketing and video skills so that's the best place to connect um, with me and get some uh, regular new content as well. Sure fantastic and I believe you've also got a got an ebook out at the moment what's included in this ebook? Yes that's another option if you want to just see a few more of the things that I've talked about today and get a little bit more um, background to why I think your iPhone is a very powerful device video, then 
definitely I've got an ebook. You can go and find that if you go to iphonevideohero.com, iphonevideohero.com slash M stands for Missing Manual. It's the iPhone video marketing, the missing manual at iphonevideohero.com forward slash MM. Fantastic. We'll put links to all the websites we've discussed in the show notes below. Excellent. All right, Jules, thanks very much for coming on. I have one more favor to ask of you, if you don't mind. For any of our listeners out there who have any questions, do you mind popping back to visit our site every now and then just to check out the comments below? Absolutely. That would be a pleasure, definitely. All right, fantastic. So, listener, if you've got any questions at all that you want to shoot at Jules, just uh, use the comments below the show notes, and I'll ensure that Jules is notified of those, and he'll he'll come across and answer any questions you have. Okay, Jules, thanks very much for, for, for coming on the call. I really appreciate you taking the time today and I look forward to uh, hopefully speaking with you again shortly. Yeah, cheers, Jake. Thanks very much indeed.